are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad to have you with me today. Today, we are going to continue on our conversation about the Healing Codes 2, how to do them, when to do them, and all of that fun stuff. And so... Before I get started with that, I'd just like to let everybody know how you can connect with me. And one way is on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as you can go to Twitter and LinkedIn in my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And I'd also like to encourage everybody to head on over to Voice America. TV and check out my show over there. It's the Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden, but you can also find the Healing Codes show over there too, where I will show you actually how to do the Healing Codes, and I just recently put up a video on how to do the Healing Codes too. So head on over there, of course, after this show, and check that out. I'd also like everybody to know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Yeah, talk about information. There is just a ton of information that I need to go over with you all about healing codes too. And I may not get through all of it today in the short time that we have together, but I will do my level best. So now the first thing I just need to review the healing codes too. Let me clear my throat here just a bit. Yeah, a little scratchy here in the depth of winter almost. But uh, in any case, healing codes too are a fairly new addition to the healing codes family. And, you know, it's it's been 15 years since Dr. Alex Lloyd discovered or was given Healing Codes 1. And in April of 2016, he was given the Healing Codes 2. And has been spending some time since then just developing the Healing Codes 2 to add to Healing Codes 1, which makes it extraordinarily powerful as a healing modality. And so now I am able to pass this information on to you. Now, what makes the Healing Codes different to 
different than Healing Codes 1 is that, yes, you're still using your hands, but you are actually touching yourself on the different hand positions. Whereas with the Healing Codes 1, you don't actually touch your skin. And if you're not familiar with the Healing Codes 1 and you're just joining me for this show, go back to some of my past shows where I explain Healing Codes 1 and how to do them. And you can go over to that voiceamerica.tv channel and actually see how Healing Codes 1 are done. Now, with Healing Codes 2... There's a new way to hold your hands. With Healing Codes 1, you just kind of pointed the tips of your fingers towards the four different hand, head, and neck positions. With Healing Codes 2, you take your fingers and kind of push them together. Not tight, you, but you do hold all of your fingertips together in what is called a vortex position. And you can do this with both your left hand and your right hand. Now I want to stop right here. And if you don't have all of your fingers or if you're missing a portion of the finger, that's okay. You don't have to have them. Just imagine in your very strong imagination. And yes, everybody has a strong imagination, whether they realize it or not. We call it heart images. But just imagine all your fingertips coming together in a very relaxed position. And again, that's called the vortex position. Now we do have five Different hand positions with healing codes too. Excuse me again. And those five hand positions start out with position one, which affects your negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. So now why would you want to affect your negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs? Well, It is those negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that cause the stress in your system, which in turn causes disease and dysfunction. But first, you have to get rid of those negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. And the only way to get rid of it, because it is energy, you can't do it by willpower, but you can do it by using these hands positions and vividly knowing that these negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs will be going away. So the first hand position, again, which affects the negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, is the left hand will be placed on what we call the left, uh, the brain stem. And the brainstem area is that area just below, there's a little bump on your skull, on the back of your head, right about where your neck attaches to your skull. So put your hand in that vortex position right below that little bony bump. And then the right hand will be 
in a position on your forehead just above the bridge and just below what is called the third eye. Sort of that midpoint in that area. So the left hand will go in that position and the right hand will go in the position what we call the high bridge. Now, this first position is changeable because after you have held those left-hand brainstem and the right-hand high bridge for about 30 seconds, you'll switch it so that the left hand is on the high bridge and the right hand is on the brainstem. And you'll hold that for about 30 seconds. And then you switch back again for 30 seconds. And then switch again for 30 seconds. So really, you're holding that position for a total of two minutes. And the reason for that, it it seems like a long time. But the reason for that is, well, those negative feelings, thoughts, and beliefs are very strong. And it takes sometimes a little bit to energetically change them. And another thing, if you can't hold those hand positions with the vortex simply because of a health problem or maybe even a missing limb or finger, you can touch or rub lightly with your index and middle finger and ring finger together. And just touch and lightly rub that area, particularly the brain stem. That's a very difficult area for many people to reach if you have a frozen shoulder or something along those lines. Just relax your hands and imagine putting your hand in that position if you can't even rub your fingers on that brain stem area. Now, the primary life code number two of the healing codes two is for illness, disease, and dysfunction. And this is where you put your left hand in the vortex position on that brain stem. And you'll hold that there for one minute. Then number three is for negative actions and behaviors. You know, folks, when we have all these negative beliefs and all of that going on in our lives, we will respond to those negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs with negative actions and behaviors. Have you ever met somebody or do you yourself talk back to people in an unkind way? That's a negative action, and that's a negative behavior. It doesn't have to be something that we think about as really negative, like committing a crime. But this third hand position is holding your right hand in that vortex position on the high bridge. Remember, you are actually touching the skin. And that high bridge area is a position between the bridge of your nose, where your glasses would sit if you had glasses, and the third eye, which is really on the middle 
of the forehead. So that is the third hand position. And you'd hold that for a minute. Now the fourth hand position is something that will deal with non-physical pain, like mental pain, emotional pain, and spiritual pain. And that hand position is you use your left hand. And this time, you don't have to use the vortex. In fact, you don't use the vortex. But you literally put your left hand on your belly, just below your belly button. And fortunately, everybody has a belly button, whether it is an innie or an outie. You've got the belly button. And you will hold that position for one minute. Again, that's for non-physical pain, the mental, emotional, and spiritual pain. When we come back from the break, I will tell you about the fifth hand position. So don't go away. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and today we are continuing with our, shall we say, training on the Healing Codes 2. Now, just before the break, I just gave the fourth hand position, which was for non-physical pain, which is means mental, emotional, and spiritual pain. And that was putting the palm of your left hand just below the belly button. Now, your hand position number five is for actual physical pain. And you've got a couple of options here. You can still put your 
left hand on the belly button, just below the belly button, and leave it there for 30 seconds, and then move your left hand to that area of the physical pain, and leave it there for 30 seconds. Then move your left hand back to the belly button. The other option is to just put your left hand on that area of the physical pain. Now, what if you can't reach that area of physical pain? And yeah, there will be. So, for example, if the physical pain is your left elbow, you have to use your left hand. And and I don't know anybody who can touch their left elbow with their left hand. If you meet anybody, uh, let me know. But in any case, yeah, I know. There's some people out there that are trying it right now. (laughs) In any case, if you can't touch that area of pain, just leave that left hand on your belly just below the belly button. And you can do this through your clothing. You don't have to. Do it so that you are physically touching your skin. And then after 30 seconds, vividly imagine touching your left elbow with your left hand. And that's the only way I know it can be done. But any area that you cannot physically reach and physical pain... It could be internal. So if you've got a tummy ache, put your left hand just below the belly button and then move it up to where the tummy hurts or your throat or anything along those lines. And you do these hand positions lightly and gently. So now you need to know the universal healing code two. The Universal Healing Code 2 is simply by doing them in order. So you would do Healing Code 2, number 1, with that left hand on the brainstem, the right hand on the high bridge. That would be the first hand position. And remember, you're holding each hand position for 30 seconds and rotating them for another 30 seconds, and back and forth for a total of two minutes. Then you move to hand position number two. This is the left hand on the brainstem, and the right hand is doing nothing. You hold that hand position for a total of one minute or more. You can go longer on any of these. Shorter, not recommended, but for maximum power, one minute. The hand position, number three, is your right hand on that high bridge. The left hand is relaxed in your lap or by your side. And you'll hold your right hand on your high bridge for a total of one minute. Now, the fourth hand position is that palm of your left hand below the belly button. 
and you'll hold that for a total of one minute. So you don't have to do the fifth hand position. But if you do have an area of physical pain, by all means, do the fifth hand position. Or, if you don't have any known areas of physical pain, you might want to just do that fifth hand position anyway. And just state when you start your healing codes that to heal any unknown areas of physical pain. You know, folks, I'll just take a little a little aside here that a lot of physical pain, not all, but a lot of physical pain can be caused by the basic negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. And it just depends upon what that negative thought, feeling, or belief is. If it's in an area of goodness, if you believe you are a bad person, it might affect your respiratory system, which can cause asthma because asthma is related to the respiratory system. And asthma can be painful because, well, you can't breathe. And if you're coughing a lot, that can hurt. Now, asthma also has those other physical things that can come in to cause it. But not all asthma is caused by those physical things, and not all physical things causes asthma. If you have a negative belief in the area of goodness, which affects the respiratory system, you will be more prone to asthma. And that goes with any other disease entity. Okay, I've gone down that rabbit hole. Let me come back up. And so, what do you do? First thing that you do is rate your discomfort that you are experiencing. And how do you do that? Well, there are several things. And uh, I pardon the little noise in the background. Here is a scale of discomfort. And this is a very common scale of discomfort in the medical world. And the scale is zero, is absence of any distress. You're feeling totally calm and totally relaxed. One is neutral, just okay, not as relaxed as you could be. Number two is a little irritated. First, awareness of tension or is a little vague stress. Number three is a bit of increased discomfort. It's unpleasant, but it's in control. Number four is noticeable discomfort or distress. Perhaps some agitation, but it's tolerable. Number five 
is discomfort is very uncomfortable, but I can take it. I can stand it. Number six is discomfort worsens and it affects my life. Number seven, discomfort is severe and emotional pain interferes with life in general. Number eight is discomfort increases and it is in my thoughts constantly. And number nine is the discomfort is almost intolerable. Number 10, discomfort is extreme and the worst imaginable. I feel panicky and overwhelmed. That is the scale of discomfort. And so that's the first thing that you do is what is your scale of discomfort? Now, why? Why would you want to rate your discomfort? Mainly because you can look back after you do healing codes and say, what's my discomfort rating now? And if it started at a 10 and now it's at an 8, wow, that's two down. That's not healed by any stretch, but it's better. And, you know, a little better is better than no better. That's why you rate your discomfort. Now, folks, don't get frustrated if you've rated your discomfort and then something else comes up. Because when we have a lot of negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs in our lives, it's going to take some time and some work to heal that. And you know what? You gotta learn to be patient and the healing will come. You just gotta hang in there. Now, the second thing that you need to do is identify your negative emotions. Now, what can those be? The negative emotions can be along the lines of being prideful or being angry or having a lot of lust, desire, craving. That's a negative emotion or fear. Grief is a negative emotion. Yes, we can all have grief when we experience something that causes grief. And folks, grief can be a good thing. But having a life filled with grief all the time, say somebody passed away 30 years ago and you're still grieving, That is a negative. Apathy is another negative emotion. And shame is another negative emotion. Folks, when we come back from the break, I will break each of these negative emotions down into smaller bits. So don't go away. 
opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad and so grateful to be with you today. I'd just like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And don't forget to go over to voiceamerica.tv and check out my show over there. Now, we were just talking about the negative emotions and how the second thing that you need to do when you start doing healing codes, whether it's healing codes one or two, is to identify the negative emotions that you are dealing with. Now, I listed some of the, what we could call the parent emotions. So, for example, pride is a biggie negative emotion but we can break those down to other smaller parts of negative emotions that all fit in to the pride category and one of them would be unforgiveness and a good relative of unforgiveness is judgmentalness and then we look at entitlement, wrongful pride. There could be a very correct pride. Say you have an offspring, a child of yours, whether they are adopted or somebody that you know or your own child. You can be very proud of what that person has done. That is pride, but not in yourself. Pride in yourself that can be wrongful is where you put yourself above 
other people. People, That's judgmentalness, arrogance, scorn, false humility. Pride is also about being overbearing, pious, or prejudiced, or narrow-minded, boastful, know-it-all, dogmatic, holier-than-thou, which is really another way of saying pious. So those are all negative emotions that fall into the pride category. Now, what about anger? Some of those negative emotions with anger can be impatience, frustration, resentment, hate, antagonism, bitterness, vengefulness, aggressive, mean, sullen, kind of pouting, destructive, and self-destructive. You can be so angry with yourself that you start having that negative action upon yourself, which could be self-destructive. And folks, that doesn't have to be extreme, like cutting. It can be something as simple as eating foods that you know you should not eating. That can be self-destruction. Then there is the lust, desire, craving category. And that comes in with the good old green-eyed envy, greed, possessiveness, compulsions, addictions, overindulgence, recklessness, denial, Seeking love substitutes, and you know, food can be a big-time love substitute. And being manipulative or demanding. Then there is the big one for fear. Now, folks, you've heard it time and time again for me. Fear is actually the opposite of love. We're all shooting for love. And we're all wanting to get rid of fear. And a little subset of fears is insecurity, distrust, anxiety, doubt, nervousness, worry, defensiveness, withdrawal, panic, dread, suspiciousness, feeling tense, frightened, terrified, paralyzed, afraid of punishment. Those are all fears. Now how about grief? Sadness, unhappiness, guilt. Have you ever felt guilty for causing somebody to leave, whether they are actually going away from you physically or have gone away from you by passing? into heaven. A lot of people feel guilty. If I hadn't have done this, they wouldn't have done that. Part of grief is feeling hurt, inferior, rejected, neglected, betrayed, and then there's the old pity party, poor me. Then apathy. Do you feel worthlessness? 
insignificance, depression, helplessness, laziness, hopelessness, despair, feeling too tired, discouraged, flawed. Now, if you're not getting enough sleep, or if you're not getting the right kind of sleep, yeah, you're going to feel tired. It's not necessarily an apathy. Whereas physically, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not getting good, adequate sleep, it can lead to more of the same. It can easily become a vicious cycle. Then there is the big area of shame, which is all about disgrace, dishonor, regret, condemnation, humiliation, embarrassment, feeling inadequate, miserable, and despised. Now, some of these emotions may not be something that you really think of as emotions. However, you can feel, and the key word here is feel, entitlement, inferiority, laziness, in a very real way. So that is the second thing that you need to do when you're getting ready to do a healing code. That number one was rate the discomfort. Number two is identify the negative emotion and pick a single emotion. Don't say, well, I've got them all. I need to work on them all. Yes, we do have them all. And there's not a single human alive that doesn't have the emotions, negative emotions. That's just part of our human condition. Now, the third thing that you need to do is find a memory, an early memory of when you first felt this negative emotion. Now, here is, I want to put a little caveat or warning out. If you are suffering from extreme PTSD, the original memory may be a little too much for you. The cause of the PTSD might have been like a significant accident or a significant event in your life or what most of us think of when it comes to PTSD is a military action or war that is causing the PTSD. The war, the military action, was something that just put that individual over the edge. It's not the original memory. So, again, if you have PTSD, please do not do this memory picture finder. Not until you've healed significantly from the PTSD. For the rest of us, what you do 
with the memory picture is you list all these emotions that you feel when you think about a problem that you've chosen to heal. And this problem doesn't have to be emotional. Let's just take this asthma problem uh, as an example. You've chosen to heal that. List all those emotions that you're feeling. And then recall your earliest, strongest memory of a time when you felt the same emotion or emotions. It doesn't even have to be a similar event or situation. It just has to be similar emotions. And the memory doesn't have to be of an actual event. The unconscious mind just doesn't differentiate between something that is vividly imagined or something that really happened. As in, you can invent a fear of a problem. And it should be treated just like that memory itself. Then list all of those beliefs and any additional feelings that come up associated with that particular memory. And again, rate your discomfort with that old memory. And that is your memory picture. The problem with a memory picture is always the interpretation of the memory. When you heal a memory, you are not healing the memory itself. You're healing a negative or a wrong interpretation. Now finally, uh, one thing that I do need to say on this memory picture is if you're having trouble finding it, if you can't bring up anything, that's okay. Sometimes we have just blocked those painful memories so effectively that you're not able to bring it up. But you know that's okay because our body knows what to heal. So now it's time to move on to the next thing, but we're going to do that after the break. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We have been talking about what to do before you start doing your healing codes. And in particular, your healing code number two. We have gone over how to rate your discomfort one to ten. We've gone over identifying those negative emotions, what some of the negative emotions are. And we've talked about finding that memory picture related to these negative emotions. Now, while you're doing your healing codes, what do you focus on? What do you do? Much of the time, while you are doing the healing codes, in particular the healing codes too, you can just focus on really anything that you want. Whether you want to think about your problem or you want to focus on something positive. It's really not much different. But you do need to focus on something. With the Healing Codes 1, we really tried to get people to focus on what we call a truth focus statement, which was an affirmation, if you will, it's not really an affirmation, but it is a statement of truth. So let's go back to that asthma example again. And let's just say you want to say, I am healed from your asthma. I am healed from my asthma. (laughs) That is not a true statement because you are not healed. And your body knows it, and your mind knows it, and your heart knows it. And making a statement like that, I am, tends to cause more stress. When you make a truth-focused statement, it is a statement of action, working towards something. So while you are doing your healing codes, Dr. Lloyd recommends four different things. And the first one, the highest priority that he actually calls do this for step number one through ten, is prayer. Or if you want to call it a request. Now, one of the most difficult things that people experience and everybody experiences is keeping their mind focused on what they are doing. So, again, if we're healing an asthma situation, staying focused on that, sometimes your mind will drift off to another situation. Like... uh, Somebody that has done something that made you angry. 
rather than focusing on that I am angry with Joe Blow, focus on asking to have that anger removed so I can be healed and I will be able to respond in a healthy way. Or your mind has drifted to somebody else that has a problem and you're concerned about that. Again, pray, put out the request that that person be healed or find a way to be healed. Don't think that your healing codes are not working for you because your mind has drifted. Just think about what can be done to bring your mind back. Dr. Lloyd has put out this absolutely wonderful expression. He says, we cannot keep birds from flying over our heads, but we can keep them from building a nest in our hair. Yes, these negative thoughts are going to fly in and they need to fly out. You're never going to really be able to totally empty your mind. So you are choosing what to do with that negative thought when they show up. Now the second thing to do is the truth focus statements, which I've already mentioned on, and or a love picture. And what a love picture is, is something that, a picture that brings up a memory of love. You know, this picture can be of another person. It can be of a thing that you love. It can be of a situation that you love. Anything that brings up a picture or a feeling of love. The third thing that you can do while doing the healing codes is called a heart screen meditation. And folks, the heart screen meditation is something that is really quite lengthy to get into here. And so what I will be doing is putting up a video not only of this whole thing that I have been talking about today, but I will add in there a heart screen meditation. So you can learn how to do this. And just in brief, the heart screen meditation is imagining very vividly that inner child and healing that inner child and loving that inner child. And then there is a fourth thing that you can do, and it's called the love code process. And this is a book that Dr. Lloyd has written on how to deprogram and reprogram our hearts. Now remember, when we started out the show, I talked about we all have negative beliefs, thoughts, and feelings. And in order to get rid of them, 
we have to energetically get them out of our system. And the analogy, it's like deprogramming, unprogramming, wiping a computer free of that virus called the negative thought, feeling, or belief. But if you wipe it out, you have to replace it with the positive. It, it absolutely has to be done. Because if you don't replace it with the positive, and folks, I can't explain this. It is a law, a spiritual law. Let's put it that way. That when you one bad is kicked out and you've cleaned house, if you don't invite the good in, the bad will come back with more bad behind it. It's, it's, it's a law. So you have to put the good in. And that's what these love code process words are all about. And folks, that is exactly what we will be talking about next week on not next week, but week after next on our show. Next week, my show is about healing herbs. And I have a guest, the herbal pharmacist. So don't miss that show. It will be wonderful. It is wonderful. Let me tell you that. I've had conversations with him, and he is so knowledgeable. And it was a fun interview. So, folks, a very wise man thousands of years ago said, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. And that is exactly what we are talking about with our negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs is our heart. So, until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.